0: This episode of Happy Little Business Diary is brought to you by Audrey Miller Art. Looking for cute, quirky illustrations and photography? Audrey Miller Art has the most adorable and silly pieces. From cute little fox buttons to awesome custom surfboard paintings, Audrey Miller has something for everyone. Check her out at audremillerart.etsy.com. Thank you for supporting the show. Hello, happy little business owners, I'm Rose Hillen of Ati's Designs, and this is the Happy Little Business Diary, Episode 3. First off, so sorry for the delay in episodes. The last few months have been crazy! Not too long after starting off this podcast, my fiancé and I decided to take the leap and get married and move to Portland. So, on top of running my jewelry business, we planned a wedding, got married, got rid of all of our furniture, and most of our possessions. I had, by the way, 11 big boxes full of books. We packed up all our essentials and drove over 1,000 miles to Portland all in under two weeks. We've been in our new place in Portland for just a few months, and we absolutely adore it. Life has been very, very busy settling into our new place and adjusting, but regular episodes will now continue. Today, I want to talk about the fear of failure. Someone recently asked me if I had a fear of failure. They asked, With all the projects and things you've taken on, running a handmade jewelry business, writing tutorials for magazines, working on eBooks, blogging, and now a podcast, aren't you afraid of falling flat on your face? You seem to just jump into these things without any fear or doubt. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but the answer is, I feel the fear of failure every single day in my business, and I'm constantly doubting myself, but you know what? I just jump in anyway. There's this little evil voice that's always telling me malicious, awful things. If I'm working on a bracelet that I've made over a thousand times, it'll say, This will be the one that breaks. This will be the customer who tells the entire world how awful your jewelry really is. Or while I'm planning this podcast, it'll say, You need to wait until you can get a microphone because your sound quality will be so bad, you'll get a million one-star reviews. That is one evil voice. And I'm sure that you all have a similar voice that says things just like this to you, and it won't just limit itself to your business. It probably creeps into every single part of your life. It'll say things like, You'll never get married. There's no way you can afford that car. Your boss hates you and will never promote you. You don't deserve a vacation. Well, doesn't that just make you want to punch that inner voice out? Here's my secret. I know that my evil inner voice is full of crap. It lies. It's wrong. And every time you stop trying or going after your dreams because you listen to that stupid voice, you give it more energy and more power. Maybe that sounds a little too hippy-dippy, but it's totally true. You stop trying and you listen to that voice, you'll grow to believe anything it says. And eventually, you won't accomplish anything. You'll turn its lies into truths. So, you know what? Just stop that. I know, that's easier said than done, right? Well, just for a little background, it took me a year to get the courage to open up my Etsy shop, and after having made jewelry for about a year before that. And let's not talk about the years before that, where I was painting and drawing and creating in general. After opening up my shop, it sat empty for weeks before I had the courage to upload anything. And it took me two months after uploading my item to get my first sale. After the first month, I wanted to pull out my items. I thought, hey, it's been a whole 30 days and no one thinks this is pretty. The only reason I didn't pull my items out was because Etsy gives you a few months before the item expires. I had already spent the money, so I just left it up there. Well, in April 2010, I had my first sale a small pair of earrings. I'm pretty sure that it was like about a $12 sale and I forgot to charge shipping, but hey, I made that sale and I celebrated the crap out of that sale. It may take you a little longer to make your first sale, especially if you're entering the jewelry market. It's quite saturated right now. But it doesn't matter if you're selling on Etsy or a craft show or looking for a consignment deal. You're going to make that first sale because I know your evil inner voice is totally wrong. You just have to keep moving forward. You just have to keep reaching for your dreams because the moment you stop, that's when the evil inner voice wins. More recently, i had been wanting to do some kind of podcast for about a year now, and I hadn't told anyone about it until well, right before I started this podcast, because I thought people would just laugh at me. And you know what? They didn't laugh at me, but they had no idea what I was talking about. I had people saying that ordinary people just can't do those kinds of things. Well, I made the mistake, and I listened to those people. I didn't really have a topic, I didn't have any knowledge about the podcast world, and I still have no idea what I'm doing. However, at the end of January, I started scripting my first podcast, writing ideas for possible topics and coming up with some kind of focus. I researched podcast hosts, listened to other podcasts telling me what I needed to go out and buy, and I looked at special microphones, and they told me that if I didn't have this special microphone, my audio quality would suck. And I prepped and prepped and prepped, but I still couldn't settle on a microphone. And If you can't tell from the audio quality, I still can't. Then, in February, a bomb was dropped on my head in my personal life. And I'm sitting in my room and I'm feeling sorry for myself, and that evil inner voice was back, telling me all kinds of awful things. And I sat up, and it was yelling in my brain what a failure I was. I opened up my laptop, I downloaded some recording software, and I started speaking. I ignored that stupid voice and the stupid doubt and I plowed on. Because I'm not a failure. You are not a failure. We are all works in progress. I have no idea how many people are actually listening to this. I still have no idea if this will be a quote-unquote success, but I recorded my first podcast, and I posted it, and I celebrated the crap out of that post. You see, for me, To keep that evil inner voice from overwhelming my life, I try and focus on the small successes and have small celebrations. I'll buy myself some new washi tape, or have a peanut butter cookie with my coffee. Something small, but something that reminds me, hey, you worked hard and achieved a small victory in your battle with that evil inner voice. You deserve something awesome. Do you celebrate your small successes? And now, because we all love lists, here are three ways to help you overcome your fear of failure. Number one, embrace your mistakes. I struggle with this all the time. Sometimes I will overreact so badly to a mistake that I will have to walk away from what I'm doing. Why do I walk away? Because beating myself up over the mistake is absolutely useless. It's unproductive and emotionally damaging. I walk away to give myself time to think about it and learn from that mistake. Two, ask for help. This is something a lot of us have a hard time doing. Most of us are solopreneurs and feel like since it's our business, we should deal with it. Well, you're wrong. If you need help and you know you can get it, you better ask for it. Help can come in all shapes and sizes. Maybe you have someone who can help you with your packaging. Is there a way you can get an intern to help with the production? Or hey, it could be something as simple as asking your husband or significant other to watch the kids so you can do some work. Or pick up a pizza because you're not cooking tonight. Here's a fable someone once told me. A man was trying very hard to lift a large rock. Wait, why is it always a man? Okay. Someone was trying to lift a very large rock. A friend approached and asked, Are you using all of your strength? This person responded, Yes, I'm trying my hardest. Are you sure? Of course, I'm using all of my strength. Then the friend said, no, you're not. I'm standing right here and you haven't asked me for help. Consider this. When someone asked you for help, didn't it feel good? You felt like you had some value in that person's life. Asking for a little help back is like sharing the love. Number three, smother that evil inner voice with your to-do list. I love lists. By nature, I am a highly unorganized person. But I make lists to help me get things done. When you're starting a new project or goal, make a list of all the things you need to do to accomplish your big goal. And when you finish something on your to-do list, recognize it, celebrate it, honor it. I like to have what I call mini celebrations. Here's an example. I want to start a new line of greeting cards, prints, and stickers for my Etsy business, because I'm trained as an illustrator. One of the things on my to-do list, which I consider small goals, is to have five new cards done. Not sold, just done. And when I achieve that, I will celebrate. Probably by buying myself some new washi tape, because, really? Just about any excuse to buy washi tape is good in my book. I love that I was asked about the fear of failure because there's this book that I have been reading, and it's something that Stephen Pressfield talks about in depth in his book, The War of Art. Amazon's description starts off as a succinct, engaging, and practical guide for succeeding in any creative sphere. The war of art is nothing less than Sun Tzu for the soul. What keeps so many of us from doing what we long to do? Why is there a naysayer within? How can we avoid the roadblocks of any creative endeavor? Be it starting up a dream business venture, writing a novel, or painting a masterpiece? That naysayer is what I call the evil little voice. And Pressfield, who is a best-selling novelist, goes deep into recognizing the enemy and going about devising a plan of attack which will eventually help you win that war. If you like this book recommendation, please email me and let me know if you're interested in possibly a happy little business book club. It's an idea I've been toying with and something that I would definitely love to start if there's some genuine interest. (laughs) Question time! My question today comes from Rod Hillen, who is an artist and also my husband. I know, very wrong, but I had... It's a good question, and I had to include it. So his question is, how do you find blogs to partner up with for giveaways or promotions? What is the best way to approach them? See? I told you it was a good question. One of the best ways to draw traffic to your website or online shop is by getting featured on a blog. It doesn't have to be a huge blog, but it should be one that your target customers are reading. If you make spiritual art, your customers might be reading blogs on meditation or religion, depending on what kind of spiritual art you're making. If you make jewelry, your customers are reading fashion blogs or lifestyle blogs. Are you a cartoonist or illustrator? Partner up with other cartoonists or illustrators, or look up geek culture blogs, or maybe movie blogs. If you're still unsure what kind of blogs to approach, ask a friend. Hold up a piece and go, Describe the person who would buy this. Knowing my personal friends, their descriptions may be hilarious but also spot on. I promise, it will help to get a different perspective on this if you're stuck. When I go about approaching blogs, I come up with a list of five to ten blogs to email. I don't just email one blog. Why? Some blogs try to charge you for a review or giveaway. There's a law out there that says they're not supposed to take money for a product review but I'm not sure about giveaways, so I avoid anyone who asks me for money. Some blogs won't respond to emails at all. Sometimes the emails will go to the spam folder, which is what I tell myself, or maybe they're not interested and don't want to hurt your feelings. It's all good, just move on. And just a few bloggers I didn't click with. I may have loved their blog, but their email exchange with me somehow turned me off from their blog. Usually, it's the abrupt, non-personal, robotic emails that turn me off. I want to have fun in this collaboration, so if the initial emails aren't giving me good vibes, I walk away. It's not worth the stress. Besides, when you find the right blogger, you may be able to do repeat giveaways or promotions. Now, your email. Don't hesitate and plan out an elaborate email. These people are bloggers. They get how hard it is to write something, so just go for it. That doesn't mean go all crazy, do keep it at a bit of a professional level. But don't bust out the thesaurus just to use big words. Simple is best. Here's a simple example. Hi, I love your blog on collectible spoons. I make hammered spoon jewelry, and was wondering if you'd be interested in doing a giveaway together here's my site. Thank you. Remember to include your site. And then hit send. Partnering with other blogs is a great way for you to get new customers and traffic to your site or social media pages. And it gives bloggers new content and also helps grow their social media pages. It's a total win-win. Thanks, Rod, for the fantastic question. If you guys could, do check out Rod's art at com. I know, he's my husband, but he really does do a little bit of everything, and it's worth it to give it a little look-see. Lots of spiritual art and calligraphy, but he's got some cute watercolors, and it looks like he's even written some ebooks. books That's RodHillen, R-O-D as in dog, Hillen, H-I-L-L-E-N as in Nancy, dot com. If you'd like to email the show with your questions, comments, or tips, please email me at happylittlebusiness at yahoo.com. You can follow the blog at happylittlebusiness.wordpress.com where you can find all kinds of bloggy goodness. I will admit it's a little bit dead right now since we are slowly getting back into some kind of routine. But you can also like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash happy little business. Or follow the Twitter page at Happy Little Biz, H-A-P-P-Y-L-I-L-B-I-Z. Don't forget to check out the show notes at tinyurl slash hlbdnotes. If you'd like to follow my jewelry business, you can find my personal blog at ahtisdesigns.com. That's a-h-t-e-e-s designs.com and all of my Facebook and Twitter info is there on the sidebar. Now, before signing off, I have a- another really great song to play for you. It's called Unwind Your Mind by Phil Zajic. Phil is another unsigned artist I found on SoundCloud. When I first heard the song, I thought, holy crap, this song has such a great message. For me, this particular lyric really hit close to home with where I was in my life right before we moved to Portland. Times may seem tough, but nothing is set in stone. I love that this is an original song. It's got such a positive message and feel to it, so please check out Phil's page at soundcloud.com slash philzagic. That's soundcloud.com slash p-h-i-l. Z-A-J-I-C and show him some love. I'm Rose Hillen. Thank you so much for listening to my show. This is Phil Zajic with Unwind Your Mind. Happy creating!
1: Some time to let the nonsense in your mind unravel and unwind Open up your thoughts to let the world flow through And see what you can find What you can find Turn your mood around Flip it upside down Do whatever you want and become whoever you want Stop. Even if you're the last one who truly believes, every you need support, just know you can always count on me. Times may seem tough, but nothing is set in stone. Remember the good signs, kick the critics right off their throne. Every song holds meaning to someone in some way. Open up your feelings. A part of the master plan So much power in your hands Take some time to let the nonsense in your mind unravel and unwind Open up your thoughts to let the world flow through And see what you can find What you can find your cares into the breeze Take a trip and scrape your knees We all mind now Don't you see You can do whatever you please Every goal seems far away Just take some time It'll be okay No one said that it would be easy Take it day by day I can understand If you feel like you need a hand say one word and i hope help you stand Everyone I know a little help sometimes, there's power in all words, no matter if they rhyme.
0: And I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. Okay.